Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. Y'all, I'm sorry. I'm at school, and I don't know if y'all can hear the background noise. I'm not sure how loud it is, but it sounds like somebody bowling above me, and then it's like a lot of noise in the hallway, because I think eighth graders transitioning there on a bit of a different schedule. But what's up? I got to get this video in, because later on tonight, I would have time, but I just don't want to do it tonight so i'm gonna do it um probably got like 15 minutes before my next class comes in but i just wanted to come on here and remind you to stay flexible stay malleable and stay adaptable they're all all of those words are interchangeable you can use them how you want to but they all mean the same thing and that's basically to they are really moving them desk they are really uh and that's basically your ability to, you know, just go with the tide when necessary. Now, I'm not about just going with the flow in certain situations where you need to be like, no, what's going on? Like relationships. Um, but just in certain areas, you just got to be able to go with the tide of what's going on and be able to be like water and transform and you know water can be destructive it can also be calm and soothing it can wash you clean but it can also you know blow you away with the tide um and so i like that metaphor of water that that's it's really like this saying from gently i'm butchering it uh, but he talks about basically being formless but how water can also take form and it's the most adaptable substance on earth. And that's what you wanna to strive to be um, is adaptable. One of my top five strengths, if you ever heard of this test called Strengths Quest, it's about, it's probably taking you like 30 minutes to take it, but it's one of those personality type tests and it's one of the most accurate that I've taken for me along with that like ENFP and stuff like that. That's another one. I think that's called Brian's Worth. I forgot. I'm probably butchering it. But Strengths Quest is another one. And my top five strengths are ideation, strategic, belief, positivity, and adaptability. And I don't know if that's the right order, but those are my top five strengths. So adaptability, it does come really natural to me. Now I can be stubborn. I can be very firm on how I want things to go, but I am very, like once something happens and I realize like this can't happen this way, I'm like, okay, well, let's go to plan B because I'm all about, we still have to make this happen. So if it can't happen this way, and this is all the time we got, this is what we gotta do. For example, last night, I was filming uh, some of my collegiate students and we had from five to seven, like we had a set block of time. We spent the first 45 minutes setting up a bunch of lights. And cause I'm thinking we need these lights. We can't do it with the studio lights on. And we turn on the lights, they on, we all popping. We about to get on the floor. I'm about to start filming and the lights go off. And I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking one of the dancers like cut it off until we was ready and I was like oh thank you so I'm still walking around the space doing some last minute adjustments to the background and she was like why y'all saying thank you like I didn't turn off the lights and I was like what <laughs> she said I just kind of adjusted this light and all the lights went off 
And so we like plugging it into different lights and everything. The lights did not come back on. And I was devastated, but there was two lights that I put behind like the, the little partitions I had up. And that was my initial idea. I was like, I'm gonna like how these lights do. We just need these two lights. That was my initial idea. But I was like, we might need all of these lights in the front. So once those lights wasn't working, we pushed them all back and I turned on those two lights and that's all we end up using. And not this camera, but my Nikon is actually really good with low light, the, the lenses that I have, because they have a, um, a large aperture, meaning it's like a 1.8. And having a large aperture, which really is a smaller number, means uh, that lens can do well in low light. So with just those two lights, it was like perfect lighting. But I was salty because we had just spent 45 minutes you know, getting these lights together. That was such a waste of time, but we got everything we needed. But I didn't waste time or didn't like let my frustration stop the fact that we had to record. Like I could have sat there and kept on playing with the lights, but after they went out, we tried one or two times to put them in different outlets. And I was like, y'all, we gotta go. Cause it's almost six and there's different things that I, we need to capture. So that's an, an example of being adaptable. Like there wasn't no coming back, rescheduling and trying to get us all back in one space after this concert has already ended. Like that would have been difficult. So we had to make it happen. What inspired this video today is because I'm constantly having to be flexible every single day. So I already shared with y'all that I'm working on our Black History Month program for our school. Meaning, you know, there is band, there, there's all the different electives who are participating. Um, so it's not just me, I'm just, a, I'm just the one filming it and editing and putting it all together. But I didn't put, I didn't, you know, have to work on this all by myself. But um, since I'm the one filming them, there are, you know, everybody else is just like, oh, what do you want to record? You just want to record on stage or in my classroom or, you know, whatever. And so I've been the one thinking of like creative spaces to film because I want the film to be more interactive than if I was just to set up a camera at the back of the auditorium and look down the stage. Like I didn't want people to look like they were just watching a, a non-dimensional a non uh, video, you know, that's, that's pretty one dimensional and they're just kind of looking at the screen. I wanted to be, you know, engaging with different angles and stuff like that. So I've been trying to, one, be adaptable with how I record it. And so my first task was, one, the part, the first part of being adaptable with this was the fact that I was planning since back in December to be on stage and have a live concert and invite parents and stuff on campus and this be our fundraiser as well. Like that's what I was looking forward to, preparing students to be on stage. And then when we were coming back, of course, the, the numbers went up, we were in the red zone. So we couldn't have parents on campus. And so when I started talking to my principal, I was like, where do you think we'll be in February? Because I can still plan for us to be on stage. And she was like, no, just, you know, we may have to do it virtual, may have to do it on video. And so I was like, okay. And at first I was still trying to hang on to the idea of like, maybe we can do, you know, we can go still perform this at other schools who are allowing people on campus and here we'll do it virtual and then maybe do one performance if by the end of February, 
um, we're good. And I was like, no, because I'm not really working with a group of professionals. Like, yes, my collegiate students are adaptable as far as like their medium of performance. But with my middle schoolers, it's either we're preparing for the stage or we're preparing for video, but we're not in a space where we can split our attention to both. Because <laughs> preparing for video is totally different of even though we formatted this way of how I need to record it and see it on video and while we're running it so many times, like we didn't really prepare for that. Those are not, you know, conversations we've had. So we had to make that pivot. Um, and that was me being adaptable because I was preparing for the stage and I really wanted to hold on to that, I, that idea of us being on the stage, um, performing live. And then when I made the pivot to video, you know, now I'm trying to figure out how I can maximize the space at my school. Like I can't take them off campus nowhere. And I didn't want to shoot everything only on the opera, on, only on the auditorium uh, stage. I didn't want to shoot everything in front of the school like I've had before. Like I just wanted to kind of reimagine how even I'm looking at the space. So that took me continuing to pivot. Like how can I make this work? Well, today I come in and the first two dances, and they're actually the last two dances I need to film from all of my middle school students. I was like, I'm gonna film these on the auditorium because I could set up the, the scene that needs to be set up. Like it was gonna be the perfect space. I got my lights and I go in there today and they tested in there. I was like, out of all weeks, y'all could have got this testing done. Like, why do y'all want to test in here this week? Like, I, I've been, I'm still kind of feeling some type of way about that. But with my first period students, we had to make it work. I set it up in here and it wasn't ideal because I don't have partitions in my dance room. So like the reflection of the mirror kind of made it hard, but I had to get creative because I, I didn't know how to turn off all the hallway lights and I didn't want to hear nobody's mouth. So I'm, I don't know if I'll have to do the same thing for this dance that I have to record during seventh period today, hopefully, they said they'll be done testing by two, and that's around the time this next class, um, not this next class, but that's around the time where I need to be recording this last dance, which is a solo. So my prayers is that they're out of there because I really don't have another idea of where I can record it. I'm sure I'll have to figure it out, but that's what inspired this video of like, you got to stay flexible like y'all when I start this project, as I said, you know, I'm thinking we're going to put on a Black History Month program live and being live is a little bit easier because people are there like you can have interactive moments with the crowd. It'll have been easier for me to just practice these things on stage and have somebody interlude but on video because I also want it engaging and not people just kind of sitting there like trying to watch these performances that are shot far away, it took a lot more of my creativity um, and a lot more time than I feel like it would have even taken for me to just produce this live. And, but when I first imagined this, I thought of it being in person. <clears throat> you know, I even had to reimagine what we were doing for a fundraiser. So I was selling these shirts and I'm glad I got these made. But next year it'll be something <laughs> that um, that I really sit back and, and think about now that I've done it.
Um, but this is what I've been saying on a lot of my videos when I'm saying just get it started, don't procrastinate, don't over plan, have a plan, but don't over plan and that you're not going to be able to see the end all the way. You know, sometimes like I've never done a full program on video. I've never been the facilitator or producer on that. I've never even put on a whole Black History Month program or a program at that by my, well, I have one time, <laughs> but um, I've just never done anything to this capacity. And so having to take it on video and still make it interacting, like I couldn't, I couldn't, like there are some things I just couldn't plan. And even now there are still parts of this program that I'm like, okay, when I get into editing, how I'm going to make this work? How am I going to make this flow? Where is this dance going to go? Like, how am I going to make it make historic, historical sense? Like, there are parts of it I just still can't see. And so if I don't allow myself to be adaptable, like, I will really drive myself crazy every day. Like, mulling over in my mind how this is going to work. When at the end of the day, some of the stuff I just don't know. And I'm not saying go out here and just do anything willy nilly, but what I am encouraging you to do is have a plan, think about it thoroughly. But I think the most important thing that we need is like a North Star. And what I mean by that is set your intentions, set your sights on what you want, set your sights on how you want to feel um, when it's completed or when you meet that moment, set your sights on uh, maybe the intention you know, depending on what you're producing or what you're working towards. For me, I'm using the example of producing this concert. Uh, for you, it may be like a personal goal, you know, focus on how you want to feel, focus on, you know, uh, how you want to maybe feel in your clothes. If it's like a weight loss goal, how you want to look, how you want other people to react to you. Um, focus on those kind of intangibles, but it's more so of how am I going to experience this moment? Because if you focus on the intention and the experience, no matter what variables change on the way there, you'll still feel like, okay, I can make this pivot, but I know that I'm still headed in the right direction because I've had to make a lot of pivots. There are interviews that I want that I didn't um, get to get. There's this guy I wanted to work with, um, to tell like this story he wasn't available um there are just different things that i wanted that i did not get that i had like a solid plan like oh this is gonna be so dope in there that just didn't happen and if i would have kept on trying to push to make fetch happen on that instead of quickly pivoting and seeing what else i can insert in that i definitely would have been stuck i definitely would have felt like oh this whole project is doomed and, you know, again, this is just with a performance, but we do that in life too. If somebody don't come through, like they said, we gonna come through. We act like there's no other options. And at first it may seem like it, but it's like they may not come through because they wasn't supposed to. I think about, if, if you go back, y'all need to go watch the Kanye West documentary. <laughs> but I made, um, a session about that a few episodes ago, I think like on Saturday, it's called Yay's Inspiration. And I talked about the top three things, themes that I saw out of that video. And one of them was that he knew how to pivot. Like he had to pivot a lot. When Scarface came in there saying, yeah, I'll get on your record. And then he walked out and never came back. 
Kanye probably felt like, dang, like I needed him on this record, but he pivoted. And again, that's one of his most dopest albums to me, but it, it was a very successful album. Um, same thing, he wanted the original Lauryn Hill sample on it all falls down. Like he wanted the original sample and they don't tell that story. It's something like another interview, but he wanted that original sample, but it wouldn't get cleared. And so at the very last minute before his his single dropped, he asked, uh, what's her name that's on it? It's not Stephanie. I forgot, I'm forgetting her name. It's eluding me, but she's on that uh, TGIF Fox thing that comes online. She's one of the hosts. <laughs> but her name is eluding me, but she ended up being on it and she killed it. Like that's a notable like, I don't even know a lot of her music, to be honest, but I know her from that sample. It all falls down her re-singing it. And it honestly sounds, even though I love Lauryn Hill, it honestly sounds more current and up-to-date to the energy that he gave that song. So if he didn't focus on pivoting when what he really wanted wanted to happen, if he didn't focus on this song still gonna be dope, this album gonna still be dope, this is the energy I want people to feel with this song, this album, he'd have throw the whole song away because who he really wanted on there, who he saw being on there didn't work out. And so that just happens in life, no matter whether it's a personal goal, you're dealing with other people, you're you know doing something creative. If you don't learn how to pivot and be adaptable and be a flexible and be flexible with changes, you're going to forever be frustrated and stuck in thinking like everything is doomed every time a crisis happened. And if you want to be somebody who's in charge of your life, somebody that people, other people can depend on, you know, when situations go haywire and learn to be calm, it's like practice how to pivot in small ways in your own life. When something don't go your way, like don't continually just throw up your hands and give up and just be like, oh, I'm not coming. I'm not going. Because I have a friend, I have a, I have a homegirl like that. I was going to put her by another title because, but I don't want people to know who it is. But if something, if one little thing go off, she just be like, I'm not coming. I'm not going. And it's so, I don't know why that annoys me so much. Now that's just who she is because it's, 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 it's literally who she is. But it's so annoying to me because I'm like, it's not that big of a deal. Like you could still come, we still here, you could still do this. Like it's not all lost, but something that goes on with her makes her feel like it's a complete fail. And she just kind of throws up her hands and, and dejects herself from the situation. And that characteristic, even though I say it's her, at the same time, it makes me not want to trust her if I'm asking her to show up somewhere that I really need her to be there. Because my thing is, things go wrong, and if something go wrong that don't go your way, I can't depend on you to still come through, because I'm going to still come through, you know? So you don't want to be that person that people are skeptical whether you're going to keep your word or not, or whether if it start going left, are you going to go left with it, or are you going to try to stay the course and figure it out? And if you want to be a leader in any kind of way, or you want people to trust you when situations get difficult or at least be somebody people can be like, at least they gonna be firm, even if they don't have the answers. That's the type of people I want on my team. Like, don't be that person who like, not only are you not adaptable, but like 
you're so not adaptable that you give up anytime it it starts not going the way that you planned or the way that you wanted or you start being frustrated or you can't stay in the thick of it to try to figure it out like those people are no fun to work with they're no fun to work with and they're not people who I put your name in the hat when I'm trying to work on something you're not the person I go to when I need help on a problem you're not the type of person like when I'm in my own business that I'll look towards hiring you know to go out and do projects on their own like though that that's not a to me it's not a, a great quality to like not be adaptable and some people are more adaptable than others because some people do need a constant they need stability um, and like I said maybe you're that person who's adaptable in a way adaptability shows up in you you just kind of solid like you're not going either which way but it's kind of like I don't have an answer but I'm gonna stay and I'm gonna I'm do what you tell me to do I'm gonna do what you need me to do but I'm kind of lost here I can I can mess with that person too or you're more like how I feel like it's one of my strengths like you are at the head of trying to solve the problem. Like at first it may frustrate you, but it's like, all right, like, let's go this way. All right, let's go that way. If it don't work, like you're not opposed to trying multiple things and you got to know your own strength. Cause like I said, adaptability in all of its forms is not everybody's strength, but you do want it to be a characteristic that you're able to develop. In, in a small way, again, adaptability for you may just be like, okay, this is not going my way. I don't really have the answer, but let me go ask somebody who does. It's like you being able to recognize this is not going to go the way that it was planned and you can still pivot with everybody else. Sometimes that's just as important. But if you're the person who like, you got to have it happen that way. If it don't, you just totally out especially in scenarios that like ain't that serious for you to be that headstrong about it. Like you're not going to be somebody that a lot of people want to work with or like a lot of people trust in even various situations that even might be personal. Cause like I said, I know people like that and it's kind of like, uh, now I ain't going to ask her to do this because it might not go exactly how I'm telling her it can go. And I need somebody who's still going to show up, who's still going to have a good attitude because right now I don't even have all the pieces. You know what I'm saying? Especially because I'm a creative. I'm somebody who's working on my own thing. So I like to work with people who they know when to go with the flow and they know when to be like, no, this is how it's going to go. So that's all I have for y'all today. Uh, be adaptable. Be like water. Develop that trait in even a small way. Or if that is your strength, see it as a strength. Like, don't run from it. Don't run from being the person who may be the go-to when everybody is, like, you know, panicking or when everybody is only talking about the problem and then you're the one who seems like, okay, y'all, what's the solution? And not that you don't want to hear people's problem. It's like, okay, we talked about the problem enough. What is the solution? Like, cause I'm that person and sometimes I can come off in certain situations like, dang, like she don't care. Yes, I care. That's why I want to get to the solution. I just don't want to rehash the problem a million times. We, we know the problem. What are we going to do now? Cause we got to get this moving. So if you're that person too, like don't run away from that. Like don't make people feel like you the B word. Don't make people feel like you, you know, a bossy or anything like that because all those qualities 
at times are necessary when things got to move forward, um, especially when they're not going how you originally planned. So that's all I have for y'all. Be easy today. Stay adaptable even with your goals, with your own life, with your friends, you know, with the tasks that you have on hand so that you can be great. And I will see y'all on the next one.